Hey guys, it's your girl Charlie London, the daddyless daughter, and we are tuning in to my podcast. And tonight's topic will be about adulting. But first off, before we get into that, I just wanted to apologize to all my listeners who are tuned in and following me on all social media sites, keeping up with everything and anything that I'm doing. I appreciate you and I thank you so, so much to everyone who inboxes me and messages me and just always sends inspirational love and quotations my way. I deeply appreciate you and I just love you for just being supportive of everything that I'm doing and trying to do. So before I get into tonight's topic, I really want to apologize for, you know, procrastinating and putting off my first podcast. However, in my defense, y'all, I have been really, really tired. For those of you who do not know, I just recently moved. I think this is my second month in my apartment and literally i've been going bat fucking shit crazy bananas not in the sense of me not having life figured out or everything together but it's just like when you're working on so many things and you're in charge of what you're doing and you're in charge of you it's just like even though things are getting done you know to you is not getting done fast enough because when you are on your phone or you're searching the web on the internet or you're on Instagram and Facebook or you just you know are are in the media it seems like things with you are moving so slow and you just want to be there already and i think right now that's really my issue even though i really don't have any issues besides getting everything you know placed correctly and just figured out So, um, and also again, thank you for joining my podcast, but also I wanted to mention happy black history month. Like it's taking me the whole month to put out my podcast and I'm not ashamed or I'm not embarrassed because I had a lot of things going on this month that I didn't think would take a toll on me the way that they did. However, I'm here, we're doing it and it's live. So, um. If anybody has any questions about tonight's podcast or any commentary, you know, I posted a link on my Facebook page. Uh, I commented on the status for you guys to send in voice messages about um, tuning into tonight's podcast and any other ideas you may have for my next podcast and just calling in on the show. I will be hosting my podcast every night well or morning if you want to call it at midnight because I am a night owl and these are my times of the day where I am the most alert and just ready to get in tune with myself as well as other people so if you have any questions if you have any things you want me to discuss or you want my opinion on whatever it is you can email me at Charlie London TLC at gmail.com. You can call in on the show since you know what time I will be airing um, at my home phone number that I will later on, you know, post on the show before I end the podcast because I don't have um, the number in front of me, of course. And then obviously, the last thing you could do is be a guest on my show. Oh, I'm so tired. I'm so sorry, guys, but this is all raw. 
and natural. I didn't want it to seem made up in what I'm doing. This is really real. So now that I got all that stuff out of the way, I just want to tell you guys about my day. You know, today I had a little free time before I went to work because I took the first half of the day off. You know, I'm in the process of switching in between careers and just getting my life together. So I had to get a lot of things for my new job in order and just talk to my new boss and just go over a couple of things. You know, I stopped by. Well, I stayed in at my mom's house. I don't know what it is, but since I have my own place, it's like every night I get off of work, I end up at her home or she ends up calling me to come over. And I don't know why that is because I have my own place that I can go to sleep at. But last night, when I tell you I was so exhausted, I've never slept the way that I slept last night. Like literally, I when I stopped by yesterday, I stood in the kitchen with her for like 10 or 15 minutes. And shortly after that, I just walked my black ass straight to her bed and I fell asleep. And when I woke up, it was 7.40 in the morning. And I think I left out like about 8 o'clock or whatever. But I was so very, very tired. I cannot even express to you how tired I was. All I know is that I woke up this morning, well, yesterday morning, super rejuvenated. And I said to myself, wow, I really need to sleep like that every night however i have a lot of stuff that i'm working on and it'll all come to the light very very soon so okay adulting i just had to tell you guys because i'm just working non-stop 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 and i know that a lot of times i announce things or i say things and it doesn't really happen when or how i say that they're going to happen but best believe Everything that I said is going to come into fruition because that's just the type of person that I am. And I'm figuring life out. So, I mean, I'm in no rush to do things or put anything in order. However, the cards lay is how they must. So, a topic on adulting that I would like to discuss is, you know, knowing when to let bygones be bygones. And this is a major one for me because, you know, I'm going to get really personal on this show and I don't know how to be anything other than real because that's just who I am. So learning to let bygones be bygones. For those of you who do not know me and you're tuning into this podcast for the first time, I am an emotional person. I wear my heart on my sleeve and a lot of times I may come off as being um, blunt or mean when really it's coming from a very caring place in my heart. Sometimes I often make decisions for people who I feel are not capable or able of making the right ones for themselves and it may come off a bit motherly or a bit bitchy but that's not even remotely who I am. So learning to let bygones be bygones, I'm going to give you guys like a brief story Um, or maybe just tell you guys in a nutshell basically what happened really quick and briefly. Oh, sorry, I'm getting emails. Forgive me. Last year, January 1st, 2019, I literally was miserable 
I was sick, I was swollen, and I was just depressed and I didn't even really know it. And I'm addressing this because we fail to admit certain things. And I feel the first step to growing in life is admitting your faults and just being honest with yourself. You know what I'm saying? So last year, January 1st, I was really sick, everything, but I had it in my heart. I always have this feeling in my heart or this goal, I will say rather, that I'm going to end up in New York City at Times Square when the ball drops kissing the love of my life. That's like a dream that I literally have every year and every year the shit fails, whether because I don't have a man or it's cold or whatever. This year happened to be I was sick. I was broke. I didn't have any money. I was just in a place a sunken place in my life that I never ever thought that I would be in but somehow some crazy way I still had it in me to be happy loving gentle caring and just me and me looking back in retrospect I'm thinking you know there's a lot of people who wear what they're going through you know and I am just proud of myself and I'm about to pat myself on the back for being as positive and not as hard on myself as I could have been, which I didn't deserve. I was really hard on my body. I work, I work, I work. And I feel like, you know, the year 2018 was the year that I took care of everybody. And, and also a little bit in 2019, I extended my arms out way too far and I ended up paying for it. You know, they say no good deed goes good unpunished. That is so very, very true. I never really understood that saying until I actually went through it. So last year, like I said, I was down bad. I was hurt down bad, but I, I managed to smile and love through it. So last year, I was sick. Um, I had a large mass on my ovaries. For those of you who do not know, I am an endometriosis survivor. Um, I had my first surgery, I would say three to four years ago. I had seven cysts removed from my ovaries and that surgery was really, really painful. I think I was in college at the time and we had final exams for my business class. And for some reason, you know, right before we took the test, I had to go to the bathroom. So for those of you who don't know, I am my mother's daughter. When I go to the bathroom, after I finish peeing long after or whatever I'm doing, I sit on the toilet and I'm just lurking on my phone. So literally, I'm in fucking community college on my phone. But this time, I, I'm waiting to go to the bathroom because I felt like I had to take a shit because I had got like a strong ass cramp. <laughs> Excuse me if this is TMI. However, after I ended up going to the bathroom, which was peeing, it was so painful for me to pee. I didn't know what was going on. And I have like cramping, but I'm just thinking it's regular period cramp pain. However, when I got ready to stand up, I literally passed out and I fainted in the bathroom on the floor. And trust me, you, this whole entire day that went by, I was fine. You know, I had regular mild cramps, like, or at least I thought that they were regular and mild, like I always have. But this pain came on sharp 
and very quickly the security guard ended up finding me in the bathroom and calling an ambulance so my mom had showed up at the same time with the ambulance and took me to the hospital i was in the hospital for like a week and um or not a week it felt like a week i was weak but i was in a hospital for a couple of days and i had ended up scheduling an appointment with my gyn and i had found out that i was diagnosed with well later on just diagnosed with um endometriosis and that was a very that was one of the one of the hardest moments in my life because here I am a student in college trying to figure it out you know trying to do better for myself and thinking that you know the feelings that I'm feeling in my body are normal when every woman feels what I'm feeling when actual reality I'm in this stage four of you know just pain and I'm still you know working a job commuting by myself, going to school, trying to have a relationship at the time that was no good for me, by the way. And I was just in pain and I just was like, I can't even express the pain that I felt at that time. But I just remember feeling like just giving up. You know, I remember my doctor telling me I had to have a surgery and I had to be on bed rest before the surgery and a lot of bed rest after the surgery. And at that time, I just couldn't imagine that happening because I had two jobs and I was in school. And I'm just like, I got to make a way. I got to do my business. So for the past five years, I've literally been having a battle with myself and my body you know, trying to, it's twelve twelve. make a wish, trying to make things happen, going against my own body to make things happen. And with endometriosis, y'all, some days are really, really bad, 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 where you can't move bad. And a lot of people who don't know about this condition and, you know, just don't take it serious would think that you're just being dramatic. That's what I was labeled as my entire life by my family. I'm just this dramatic girl who wants attention when actual reality, I'm feeling like I'm fucking dying. So that's the story of the first, my first encounterment with endometriosis. Now let's fast forward to last year and New Year's. Um, well, not even New Year's, 2018, October, before the New Year came in, I had got those same pains at a shift that I was working at, which was with some very lovely people privately. And they ended up calling the ambulance again. And I just felt that sense of deja vu coming on. And I said to myself, you know, this cannot be happening to me again. Like, you know, I didn't want the surgery. I didn't want them scraping me for the second time. And I didn't have children, you know. That's something that I didn't even know was important to me until I was faced at thinking about, you know, having children. I wasn't even thinking about having babies. Babies were far out of my mind. But when I found out that I was diagnosed with this disease and that there was no cure for it and that even if I got these polyps removed off of my ovaries, there was a strong possibility that, that, that they would just grow back. You know, it became like a nuisance to me. So I became obsessed with like looking at in vitro and all types of things that I wouldn't even think about had I not been diagnosed with this condition. So 
I was depressed, you know, I'm at, I'm at home, I'm on bed rest, and at this time, I'm almost 300 pounds, and mind you guys, I'm five foot three, so I was pretty fucking fat, and um, I just remember feeling like really, really low, but at the same time that I'm feeling really low, I was also very silly, like I don't know why, when I'm sad or I'm going through anything, I cannot act out how I feel like I have to uplift myself maybe that's just me you know but at the time you know I'm not working you know I'm fat (laughs) I'm in pain you know I can't I'm limited to what I can do and where I can go because I don't have any money it was just a lot I wasn't in control of my life and I remember sitting to myself as I'm laying on my grandmother's futon like you will not be in this space ever, ever, ever again, you know? And I didn't just say that to myself and just prayed for the best or the worst or whatever. I said that. And I, from the moment I said that, I started making out a plan, making out a plan, making out a plan, making out a plan. And, you know, here I am 13 months later in my own place. And I just want to thank God for just giving me the strength and the know-how and the courage to push and move forward even when my future was not looking so bright to me. And I just want to take a moment for you guys, for myself especially, to thank him. Because a lot of people only believe in what they can see. But when you have nothing left in you, Nothing else. You have nothing else to to rely on, to depend on. Nothing that you could possibly think of or fathom in your mind that could work to come out to be a success. You have none of that. You have to have faith. And that's exactly what I had. You know, it took me to go through that moment that period in my life for me to just think you know because I've been having a, a battle with God I've been questioning him about a lot of things that has happened to me and that I've been through and you know I would always ask why me why this why that so frustrated at things not happening my way thinking that I can control my own destiny not even knowing that I was put on this earth to fulfill his purpose not my own so that this is just a moment of silence for him. Okay, we're back. So um I was really sick. And 2019, I call it the 19 was the year I took my life back, you know, um which is a which is which is really called Adulting. A lot of people think a lot of the stuff that they're doing is called adulting. But adulting is the stuff that no one talks about. You know, it's the stuff that people are ashamed to address. And when you're ashamed to address something that is clearly a problem or something that is, you know, worth talking about. Clearly, you're 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 gonna be stagnated in your growth. Me, I've never been afraid of anything. Anything that life throws at me, I take it with grace and class and dignity. Um, 
So, yes, I was adulting the year of 2019. Um, but the first seven months of 2019, I was not able to work. And I was depressed because I just felt like my tax was going to be lanky as hell. Because <laughs> that's a big gap, you know what I mean? Um, my sis had ended up dissolving on its own after me smoking marijuana with my weed head smoking friend at the time which i am grateful for that and have to have my ovaries scraped again because lord knows like as much as i never thought about it when i think about it i want to have some kids with someone who potentially maybe could potentially love me but my first option was to get in vitro and i feel like it still is until that person proves to me until we prove to each other that we're meant to be with each other we're strong enough to handle each other and won't turn our back on each other no matter what um so yeah my sis ended up going away and I just experienced a lot of betrayal in 2019 and it broke me that's something we're going to talk about as well being acknowledging things that hurt our feelings that is a key part a key pointer in adulting you know how you want to be treated you know things you don't like and you know things you do like and you know what to say to somebody to make them feel better and you know what not to say so i'm saying that to say this i am a very mindful person there are plenty of situations that have occurred between me and others where I could have said the most meanest, hurtful, nastiest things to them imaginable. But because of the love and respect that I have for myself, I couldn't do it to them. And that's just a part of who I am. You know, as I grow fonder and more knowledgeable of myself, I start to see people for who they are. And once I understand that and I meet them where they at, I don't even take things personal or as personal as I would if I didn't understand. So um, I was crossed by two friends last year. I'm not really going to say what it was about, but those two situations hurting me in two different ways because, you know, these two people are into themselves and how they're feeling at the time about things that they want and I'm looking at the both of them even though two of the situations are completely different um from each other how they betrayed me I just felt like you know I come out of myself all the time for you guys to accommodate you and do what you want to do however when it comes down to me you won't even consider and that very reason is the reason why I no longer want to be their friends anymore or I've decided not to continue our friendship I ended it you know I was building my momentum up to let them go because when you love people and they make you feel a certain joy or whatever that you feel when you're around them it's kind of hard it's like having a habit in a sense to let them go but when it's time for you to grow in life and accomplish things and focus on yourself and just transcend you have no choice you know you know how they have like them little sayings on social media and yes i'm taking it back to social media god told you to give your toys to the less fortunate because he has something on the other side that's greater waiting for you it's true 
I let go of those two friends and I managed to meet two other friends in the business world who are flourishing in life and are well connected in the media. And it was just crazy how my life had just just changed so suddenly after ending those friendships, you know. I want to shout out um, my friend Rachel Ahava. I need everyone to send their prayers out to her. She's in the rehab program. Um, She's getting her life together. And I will probably have her on the show when she's back and she's healthy to tell her story. But I would like to shout out Miss Rachel Ahava for having me as her brand ambassador and opening opening up doors and making ways for me to progress in life. And I know that when she comes back and she's healthy, we are going to work on ourselves, work on our business, and we're going to flourish. But I want to thank her so much for reaching out to, to me and for us having the connection that we had when we spoke and how we kept in contact and how we were just so real honest and truthful with each other you know it just felt so genuine and I still feel that way with her so shout out to Mrs. Rachel Ahaba she is a shoe designer very dope I will be modeling some of her pieces all kinds of things she is freaking phenomenal and her personality is to die for so shout out to her and secondly I would like to shout out Mrs. D. Marie Thomas she is the owner and co-founder of Lady Boss Hair Extensions. I met this young woman in Philadelphia this year. Well, last year before the year was over in November for Tokyo Styles um, re-up event. It was beautiful. There were so many vendors, so many people, black people with businesses and just bringing it giving me life it was the first event that I've ever been to ever that was professional I think it was just my first event especially going out as a business owner promoter somebody important in that stream it was the first time I ever been out and I went alone I went by myself and I met this lady her name is Dee Marie Thomas she has her own you know LLC nursing agency and she is a phenomenal mom. She just recently launched her hair beauty business. Not only does she sell bundles, she's selling the hemp hair care set. She has a shampoo, conditioner, you name it. This lady is going up to the top. She invited me to go to, uh, I have to think of her name because I do not want to mess this up. The owner of the Milano de Rouge, she's a fashion designer based out of Philly. It was an event. It was her event, Miss Milano de Rouge herself. She had VIP tickets, y'all. VIP effing tickets. And don't you know on this day, I thought I had to work. So I ended up driving to work. And that turns out I was off and I missed the goddamn event. I was so sad. When I saw my girl blowing up on Twitter... And I saw my girl, Dee Marie, and the mother freaking Twitter mentions. It was just like, if that wasn't God speaking to me, I was supposed to be right there. But I'm not upset because I know just like that opportunity, many of them will come. So I would like to shout out to Miss Dee Marie Thomas for starting up her business and launching it. I remember having conversations with her and she was just so eager. I love that about her. And so nice and just... Uh, a breath of fresh air 
and she she kept me under her wing like a little sister and I just appreciate her for keeping me safe and motivated and just every day that I go on her page and I see her post or when she posts on my timeline for keeping me inspired shout out to her once again you are doing the damn thing and I'm up next this <laughs> um yeah y'all I'm just like I went through so much I don't even know how I managed to be in this apartment you know how you just look back in life and you just wonder how certain things happen because you can't seem to make sense of them on your own this is one of those situations and I'm just every day that I wake up and I get ready for work or whatever I'm doing I just have to take like a little pause and just bow my head and I just thank this man for just having the control just having the power you know and just trusting in me and and, and just breaking breaking me down in the way that he needs me to be broken so that I can heal the way that I need to be healed but um I already feel like I said so much um so what I learned and how I'm feeling tonight is this is my first episode and I've already gave you a lot of juicy shit, you know, I'm excited to be able to use this app, this podcast, you know, as a platform. And I just wanted to introduce myself and parts of me, parts that people always leave out when they're in the limelight they only want to tell the glamorous and glitz part they don't want to tell the nitty gritty you know and I felt like with me starting this podcast what would separate my podcast from other people's podcasts and you know my rawness was it you know me just being me unapologetically me so um I thank you guys for tuning in and listening to my very first episode. Don't worry, I'm going to get better with my speaking. I am very tight-throated right now because I have not been drinking water the way I'm supposed to be drinking water. (sighs) Had to take a sip. I'm so sorry. But what I have concluded is that when you put your trust and spirit and faith in the higher above, you will be blown away in ways like never before. And this is just the start of many conversations. I like to think of this podcast as an icebreaker, as a reevaluation on myself and me loving and forgiving myself to be honest and truthful with myself. And you guys, my listeners, because what other way will you guys feel connected with me if all I ever talked about was half-ass shit? No, this is going to be the page of the raw. So before I tune out, I'm going to ask you guys to download the Anchor app. If you would like to be featured on my show, 
but somehow want to be able to make it here to me in the physical flesh, you can email me at chartylondontoc at gmail.com with any specific topics you want to talk about, or you could call in on the next episode, which will be airing at midnight, excuse me, on whichever day that I choose. I was really going to go by scheduled dates. However, I will be releasing podcasts whenever I feel like releasing podcasts because when I try to set a schedule for myself to do certain things, it just never works out that way. And we're going to get down to the get down. So I was truthful about a lot of stuff with me and this podcast, this first episode that I will call adulting because that's what I feel like I'm doing right now. I'm really finding myself this year. I'll be 25 and I just want to set the tone for the rest of my life so I could coast through that bitch with me, my new business friends, my man, my life, my car, everything, you know, so I thank you guys for tuning in. Like I said, y'all can even inbox me on Instagram, Charlie London underscore Facebook, Charlie London text. I'm not giving y'all my number, <laughs> but, um, you know, I'll be more up on my Q's and P's the next episode. But I thank you guys for tuning in and listening to my podcast. I know it was all over the place. Gemini's were all over the place. But it's late and I have to work tomorrow. So I'm going to tune out and check back in with you guys the next time. This is the end of this podcast. And again, I thank you guys so, so much for listening to this podcast. Because this is bigger to me than it is to you. Me being able to just be real and free. So this is Charlie London, the daddyless daughter, and I'm checking out. Uh, and before I end this, don't forget to hug yourself when nobody else will. Matter of fact, I'm going to hug myself right now. This is going to be a little ritual we do when we um, check in with me. We're going to hug ourselves and I'm going to think of a saying to create. And I'm so happy to grow with you guys. So, um... Just have a nice night and sleep peacefully. I'm done. I'm out.